friends way at night. Hello, cocktail lovers. Welcome to Paris Cocktail Shop Talk, um, the show brought to you by the 52 Martinis Guide to Paris Cocktail Bars. I'm Forrest Collins, and I'm here to talk to you about the trends and traditions of drinking in France. Now, longtime listeners may have been listening way back when during COVID, when we had when I had several guests on that talked about how COVID and confinement was affecting food and drink businesses in France. And at that time, we had today's guests on just for a short little interview. Um, and uh, so I'm really happy to have this person, Benoit Hillion, back again with me this month, because we're going to take a deeper dive into his subject, which is Armagnac. He has been running the Armagnac House d'Artigalon for some 10 years or so. And this d'Artigalon family has been pass- passing along their passion and their know-how around Armagnac from generation to, gen- to generation since 1838. So um, uh, so I'm excited because this is somebody who's working working in Armagnac and and part of a family that's it's been involved obviously for decades and decades. So we're going to take advantage of that knowledge and we're going to um, have a little Armagnac primer with Benoit. And then we'll talk a little bit specifically about his Armagnac and some new products that are coming out. So welcome Benoit. Um, thank you for coming onto the show with me this month. Hi, Forest. Um, do you want to tell anybody anything just about your spe- yourself specifically before we get started on talking about cognac? Uh, anything about your your credentials or or your work in, in Armagnac? Well, as a short introduction, I, I can say again that uh, what is original with, with my, my history, let's say, is that I'm not from the, the Armagnac area. I was born in Provence. Uh, and so I, I, I didn't plan to, to work in, in the Armagnac industry and to to run a business in Armagnac. What happened is that I, I met during my studies in Paris, my studies of agronomy, I met uh, Virginie, who is the, uh, a girl from the D'Artigalon family. And uh, so we got married together, we worked in Paris, and in 2010, the aunt of Virginie uh, asked me to, to come in the company because she was looking for somebody and in, in 2010, Armagnac business was not so easy, so nobody in the family wanted to, to run the business again. And I, I decided to, to take my chance and to, to quit my job in Paris. Uh, it was 12 years ago, so it's going very, very fast. And uh, I'm really happy about uh, this choice, but it was really not like a, a right turn in advance. Uh, it was a, a big challenge for me in 2010. Yeah, I bet that's a, a big uh, challenge taking on taking on work with this um, Armagnac house that's been around for so so long. So, but also a challenge, but also hopefully a really nice opportunity for you. Um, so, I think that re- listeners might be interested in knowing just a, a little bit more about what is exactly Armagnac. I know that these are spirits. When we talk about these kind of spirits, uh, people, you know, they're vaguely aware of them. But sometimes people, they, they don't really know what exactly that means. So can you tell us what it means to, to be Armagnac? Of course. Yeah, Armagnac, most of all, Armagnac is a, is a small appellation, is a craft product. Uh, that's why also sometimes the people don't know it so much. Uh, it's, it's because we sell quite a few bottles uh, in the world. So we produce, it is a white wine that is distillated in uh, traditional stills to make a white spirit, or do we call it eau de vie? And this white spirit uh, will be aged in, uh, in uh, oak 
uh, in oak cask during uh, during some years or, or some decades. So basically, we are in the family of brandies, what you call brandy. So brandy basically it's uh, just a, a wine uh, distilled and aged in, in in some cask. Uh, what happened is that we produce around uh, between three to four million bottles per year for all the Armagnac producers huh, in all the world. Uh, if we just compare, for example, to our neighbors, Cognac, Cognac produces more, more than 200 million bottles per year. So it means that uh, we are 40 or 50 times uh, smaller than, than Cognac, which is not, uh, I mean, we are proud of being small and, and craft. It's not, a, uh, it's not a problem, but it's also interesting for the people to know that and to understand why sometimes Armagnac is not so famous and other big brands like whiskey or like cognac or, uh, or so on. Uh, it's also because it's mainly uh, family producers, family business, small uh, small teams, and we are all passionate about our work and what we produce, but we don't have uh, big teams. Uh, we don't have a lot of salesmen and uh, we don't have a lot of time to make education Maybe it will change in the in the future, but as far as now, let's say that uh, we, we 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 focus more on connoisseurs and people that already uh, know uh, the, the premium spirits category. Uh, so Armagnac is a small it's it's a small um, a small appellation. Um, the people when they come in in Gascony, the the, the area where it's produced, so it's it's southwest of France. We are based between Bordeaux, Toulouse, and Biarritz. So we have the, the chance to be uh, driving uh, approximately at uh, one hour and a half from the sea, from the Atlantic Sea, and one hour and a half from the Pyrenees Mountains. Uh, and Gascony is lovely because you can find a lot of uh, uh, agricultural productions. Uh, we have foie gras, we have duck, we have wines, we have Armagnac. Uh, some people, French, uh, Gascony, the French Toscan. Uh, because we have some hilly mountains and nice uh, vineyards and uh, some small castles also uh, across the countryside. So it's a lovely place. And since uh, 1810, we produce uh, white eau de vie in this area. Uh, and um, we, the production, the, the Armagnac production, uh, is uh, shared uh, in, uh, by uh, approximately 400 producers. So there is a lot of producers, some are very, very small, uh, but even the, the biggest producer of Armagnac uh, compared to the big uh, spirit industry, it is still quite small houses. The biggest maybe they will sell around 50, uh, 50 uh, 100,000, uh, 500,000 bottles per year on this kind of, of volume. So it stays a small and craft product. Um, and I think that's great. And it's nice that we're talking about it because I agree. I think less people know about it than perhaps your neighbor cognac, but I think it's really something that's worth um, worth more exploration. And I hate to put you side by side because they are different products, but can you maybe tell our listeners a little bit about what makes Armagnac different from cognac, given that they're both brandies that you know come from grapes at the base that are distilled wine, but what what are the distinctions? Yeah, good question. It's uh, very often, especially when we travel to foreign countries, this is the first question the, the customer will ask me, what's the difference between cognac and Armagnac? Uh, the difference is it's, it's tiny from the point of view of 
let's say the the the, the customer uh, but uh, in fact uh, and we are still in the category of brandies but there is let's say three main differences the first one uh, is the grape varieties uh, in Armagnac we use uh, approximately 40% of uh, grape variety that is called the Baco and Baco B-A-C-O is the name of uh, people that uh, invented created this this grape variety in the in the early 20th century just after phylloxera and uh, it is a it is an uh, hybrid uh, between uh, between the fall blanche and the noah fall blanche is the traditional grape variety that we had in france in the 19th century and noah is an american grape variety that uh, has a resistance to the phylloxera of course and and this uh, hybrid was created in uh, in in the beginning of the of the um, 20th century, and we still have in the in the appellation. Uh, so it is around let's say 40 percent of the of the grape we use, and after we also use Uni Blanc and Fol Blanche and Colombard. Whereas Cognac uh, is made at 98 percent from Uni Blanc. So this grape variety Baco is really unique and very important. Uh, it will give very, a very long aftertaste. And also this grape variety uh, has a lot of resistance to the, to the disease and to the, the climate change. So it will be an opportunity for us maybe in the, also in the next uh, decades. This is the first difference. The second one, maybe the most important, is the type of distillation. So it's a technical point, but uh, basically, uh, cognac is made with a double distillation. So you start with your wine at 10% of alcohol. You make your first distillation in a post-still. You will reach around 35%. Uh, and after, you make a second distillation from 35 to 72% of alcohol. Whereas Armagnac is made uh, in a continuous uh, alembic steel. And in one step, we will go from 10% of alcohol for our wines, and we will reach directly around 60% of alcohol from the steel. So we know we, we call it continuous distillation. And this type of distillation will uh, keep the eau de vie very close from the wine, from the terroir. Uh, I mean, um, it is maybe the one of the lowest degree of distillation across the world. So it means that we keep a lot of aromas from the wine and it will, it will give very fruity armagnacs and also uh, a lot of, uh, of fatness in the mouth, a lot of, a lot of length uh, on the palate and a big potential for aging. Armagnac will be with a double distillation at 72%. So higher degree will be very elegant with a lot of notes of flowers, uh, something very subtle. Uh, but uh, basically, if you compare Cognac and Armagnac, uh, in, uh, you, you will feel this, this difference coming from the distillation. And the third difference uh, comes from the, from the type of uh, oak we use. Uh, Cognac basically use uh, mostly uh, oaks from Limousin forest, so the center of France, because they are close to Limousin uh, with Limoges. And in Armagnac, we use mainly the Gasconic oak cask, uh, who, which are made from the low, with the local wood. Uh, we, we purchase some woods, oak woods that come from the southwest of France. And it will give also a specific aromas to the, to the Armagnacs with the long aging. So um, 
let's say that this is the, there is many differences, but for me, these three main, main points uh, explain uh, most of the differences uh, when you taste an Armagnac uh, or Cognac. Great. I think that that explains it very nicely. Um, so when we look at Cognac, I know a lot of it is exported outside of France. What about Armagnac? Uh, does most of it stay within France or does it get exported to other countries? Well, uh, some well, there is a joke on that. The people say that the French people want to keep the Armagnac for them and they export the cognac. <laughs> but I shouldn't. <laughs> I say I like that. <laughs> yeah, I made some jokes. I have friends in cognac, of course, and we make some jokes about that with him very often. Now, what happened is that uh, Armagnac is sold, let's say, fifty percent in France and fifty percent for export markets. Okay. Uh, but we are, as we are very small, if you, if you speak about the, the quantity of, of bottles, basically cognac and armagnac, I, I, I think we, we sell the same quantity of bottles in France, both of us. Uh, but the, the, the structure of the armagnac sales uh, is true. It's, it's a big difference also. It is 50-50. And we want to keep that on the future. So we, we try now, uh, all the producers, to, to have a lot of... Uh, uh, to be very active on the French market because we are sure that we can we can we can grow on export market, but we we can still sell more bottles uh, in the French market considering that a lot of people, as you said, don't know really what is Armagnac. Uh, but we see now that uh, most of the people now, maybe when they have 30, 40 years old, they want to 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 understand what is produced in France, uh, maybe what used to, to drink their uncle or their grandfather. And there is a, they come back to Armagnac slowly but surely. So uh, for me, it is a very good period now for us to, to, to speak more about Armagnac and to, to find new customers. I think it's very exciting um, to, to think about looking for new customers. One uh, last thing I want to ask about Armagnac, Armagnac specifically, uh, I get questions sometimes when people want to know what does Ba Armagnac mean versus Armagnac? They see these on the this on the bottle and don't really um, understand that maybe it's it's a regional differentiation. Can you just go into that a little bit? What what does that mean if it says Ba Armagnac on the bottle? Yeah, of course. So in Armagnac area, we have, uh, as I said, uh, the Armagnac comes from wines and the low distillation. Uh, keep the wines very close to the terroir. So these mentions are relative to the terroir, to the soils. Uh, in, so Armagnac area is divided in t- into three parts. On the west side, you have the Bas Armagnac, uh, which is uh, mostly made with sandy soils. Okay? We, there is a part in the department of the land, the land go until the Atlantic Sea, hein? uh, and one part in the Gers. And we have mainly sandy soils, so it will give round and fruity Armagnacs. On the middle of the appellation, we have the Armagnac Tenares. Armagnac Tenares uh, has the terroir on this part uh, has more clay. So it will give Armagnacs, which will have more structure and they will be more, uh, more tough, more structured, but interesting also, of course, for the long aging, especially. And on the east side and the south side, uh, part of the appellation, we have the haut Armagnac, like high Armagnac, because just because of the topography. And on this part, we have, we have more limestone, more, more chalk. So it will give more dry Armagnacs and uh, Armagnacs, maybe that are more 
more close to cognac because cognac is mainly made on the, on limestone soils. So these three appellations are linked to the soil and 70% uh, of all the Armagnac sales come from Bas Armagnac, which is the most famous uh, in the appellation. Uh, and we call it bar just before because uh, the, the, the topography, uh, it will be more, more close to the ocean Atlantic. And so we are more close to the uh, the, the, to the, to the sandy That is all very interesting. I'm learning some stuff here too, even though I'm already familiar with Armagnac and I really like it. So this has been great. Now let's talk about something even closer uh, to your heart, which is your own Armagnac. I know that uh, this is kind of an exciting moment for you because you've got some new products that you're coming out with. Do you want to share with the listeners a little bit about um, about your uh, product and what kind of new things you have coming out of the pipeline. Yeah, so uh, D'Artigalong has a, a wide range of Armagnac. We 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 uh, we, we sell only Armagnac, hundred percent of Armagnac. We don't sell, I don't know, like gin or, or whiskey or other products, other spirits. Uh, as far as now, uh, we can uh, be happy with that. So we we, we try to. To, to keep focus on, on Armagnac, which is our passion. But inside the Armagnac category, uh, we try to, to have a wide offer and to also to, to offer some Armagnacs, not only the classic Armagnacs that will be used for like the digestive or after dinner, which is great. And we, we, we still produce, uh, it is mainly the, the Armagnac we are selling now. Of course, we, we, we will keep it, but we, we also wanted to, to add some new products, especially for the cocktails. Uh, so when I arrived uh, 12 years ago, the, the, the range was really like classic range with some blends. Uh, we have blends of four years old, 10 years old, 15 years old, 25 years old, and 30 years old. And we had a big, and we still have a big collection of vintages. It is the, the typicity of Armagnac also to offer a lot of vintages. Uh, as Armagnac is very linked to the wine and to the, the, the wine uh, lovers. Uh, they usually, the connoisseurs like also to, to purchase a, a vintage Armagnac. So we have uh, maybe more than 40 vintages. The youngest are from the, 2000, the years 2000. And the oldest go until the 19th century because we have the, the chance to have the oldest vintage of all, all the appellation, which is the 1848. It was a, a big harvest in the 19th century. And the family was already very active in, in the Armagnac uh, business. So we, we could keep some Demi Jones of, of, of this very rare Armagnac. So it's, uh, we are very proud of that. Uh, so that's it for the, let's say, the, the classic Armagnac range. And uh, four years ago, I decided to create a range uh, dedicated to the bar. Uh, I, I, I traveled a lot in, in Japan, in USA, in, even in France, in Paris and other cities. And I was really disappointed to see that uh, in the back bars, uh, quite no, I couldn't find any Armagnac and on the cocktail list, uh, even less. So I said, we, we really need to, to go on, on this segment. Uh, and also, it's very important for us to, for the next generation, that the name Armagnac uh, finds a place on the, on the cocktail list, of course. So we created uh, four years ago two new products, uh, unoaked Armagnac and dry cellar Armagnac. Uh, maybe the last interview we we we, we spoke about that. Uh, it was in 2000, uh, 
19 precisely it was quite successful and we we could now uh, now we are we are sold in many many bars cocktail in france the premium premium segment uh, and we we call it this uh, this range we call it armagnac experience we we just want that on this range of, of young armagnacs uh, every bottles every every blend uh, has a, a story a storytelling uh, on the label and and tell something special to the customer so we have the unoaked armagnac which is the blanche armagnac we call it blanche armagnac so without any aging in the wood so it's just clear and very fruity we had the second the second product was a dry cellar armagnac to communicate on the fact that we we age armagnac in dry elevated cellars just under the roof with big changes of temperature. Uh, two years ago, one year ago, we, we, we launched a, a double oaked Armagnac, which is quite new product because it was only launched in September 2021, uh, which was aged twice in a fresh Gasconic cask with a strong toasting. So we, we, we got the inspiration from what they make in the, in the bourbon and in the rye whiskey. And we make this double aging, which is a, it makes lovely old fashioned which is my favorite cocktail. Um, so it was the third expression to communicate on the Gasconic Oak, which is a big, a big part of the DNA of Armagnac. And so lastly, in, in the next weeks, and uh, especially in Whiskey Live, because we will participate for the first time in the Whiskey Live show, uh, which uh, we happen in, on, on from 24th to 26th of September, we will launch an organic Armagnac we had some uh, wine growers, our partners, uh, who, who changed the way of making the wine to be organic uh, a few years ago. And so we decided to, to, to go with them on, on, on this uh, new orientation. So it means that we, we, we purchased this white organic eau de vie. Uh, we age in our cellars with a very specific aging. Uh, changing from what we make usually, and we create we created with the the cellar master with Islin a very round and a very fruity young organic armagnac which has between five and ten years old in Gasconic old barrels, uh, which use um, um, the grape varieties uh, Baco and Feuille Blanche, which are really typical from the area. And this organic armagnac will be available from mid-September for, for the customers. And we are really excited about uh, the, this, this, this fourth expression of the armagnac experience range. I think that's really exciting. I love to um, see how um, spirits, especially spirits that are so traditional, have been around for so long, how they're evolving and how they're making space in their portfolios for, for other expressions, especially expressions that can work well with cocktails. So I am looking forward to trying some of this. Um, this show will air a little after Whiskey Live, but hopefully all of those people listening went to Whiskey Live and I'll be putting out some stuff on social media beforehand to encourage people to go to go check things out there. So um, so you mentioned an old fashioned uh, as being your favorite cocktail. And I believe you brought a recipe for an old fashioned for our listeners for this month. Would you like to share that? Yeah, of course. So uh, the old fashioned is a great cocktail because uh, you can you, you can use it for many kind of spirits. Uh, basically, the people it's really famous in, in USA. In France, uh, it's not so famous. Uh, you can make an old fashioned with with armagnac, with cognac, with whiskey, with bourbon, with many spirits because you are really close from the product. 
Um, and uh, for this one, uh, my favorite Armagnac to make it, it is the double oak Armagnac with the Cellar Master Gislain. We are a fan of old fashioned, really. So it was part of the project also to create an Armagnac really, uh, really uh, adapted to make uh, good cocktails and especially good old fashioned. Uh, so the recipe is, is, is really simple. You just have to, uh, to put five centiliters of Armagnac double oaked from Dartigalong. You, you can put one spoon of, uh, of, of sugar syrup. Um, you will add uh, two dashes of Angostura bitters. Uh, after you, you fill your old-fashioned glass with uh, ice cubes, a lot of ice cubes, and you will turn a lot. You will stir a lot directly in the glass. Uh, you can add a little bit of water if you want after your tasting. And at the end, it's very important to, uh, to put uh, a zest of orange peel on the glass. Uh, and you made your old-fashioned cocktail, which is uh, very, very easy to make and which is another way to enjoy uh, nice spirits like Armagnac. Well, I'm with you, Benoit. I really like an old-fashioned. And like you said, I, I like to explore different spirits with an old-fashioned. So thank you for sharing that with the listeners. I hope that they will take advantage of it and make themselves a lovely Armagnac old-fashioned. Um, we're getting close to the end of our half hour here. Is there anything else that you want to add or share with our listeners about Armagnac or about your particular Armagnac? So, something very important for me to add about, about Armagnac is that you, you, you said that a lot of people don't know really what is Armagnac. So we also in the last years decided to open uh, much more, to open our cellars to the, to the public, to the, to the customers. For a long time, we have beautiful cellars. We have a museum with all the archives from the 19th century, from 1838. Uh, we are preparing a book uh, about the history of the family. It will be printed last year, uh, next year, sorry. Uh, so it will be wonderful just to explain the sixth generation, how they could uh, still uh, sell Armagnac and, and, um, and adapt uh, across the times to the phylloxera, to the, the, the world wars, etc. Uh, so we have a, a big, big history. We, we have nice cellars uh, that were built in the 19th century. They are unique in the appellation. And two years ago, we decided with my wife, Virginie, who is working with me now, to, 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 to open these cellars to the public. So now, during the summer, I invite all the listeners to come in Nogaro, in the Gers, to enjoy a, a visit of our cellars and a tasting, of course which is really new in the, in the appellation and in, in for us. Uh, so that's uh, really important for us. I think that we, we need to educate more people and we need to offer them a special experience also when they come. So I think that for Armagnac, for, for us and for Armagnac producers, it's really a, a very important for the future to be more close to the customers and so that the customer can enter in our cellars and have a, uh, some souvenir with that. Wow. This is my, my book in, in the next years. That is great news. Um, we do head down to that area in France uh, in the summer. So next time I'm down there, I will definitely reach out so I can come make a visit to the sellers and, mm-hmm. uh, and I'll put all the information in the show notes. So other listeners know where to find you and they can come and stop by and say hi and learn a little bit more about um, Armagnac as well. So, um, so with that, I think we're coming to the end of our episode. Thank you so much, Benoit, for, for coming on and talking to us about this today. Uh, sorry. Oh, I just said, thank you. We're coming to the end of our half hour. So thank you very much for joining us today. I really appreciate it. Okay. Okay. No, it's my pleasure.
And with that, uh, this that's a wrap for this month's episode. Uh, come back next month. We'll be talking about more interesting things. And uh, if you're looking for more cocktail talk in between episodes, head over to 52martinis.com or download our iOS app, Paris Cocktails. Thanks to World Radio Paris for editing and production. Thanks to Sun Little for the music that we use. And as usual, I remind you to drink responsibly. And until next time, cheers. Shiver by